You're listening to Shepherd and Sports Bite, a McPherson Media Group production. It is Sports Bites for McPherson Media Group, but not coming from Shepparton this week. You're coming to you from the Riverine Herald in Echuca, Moama. My name's Andrew Johnston, joined by the best partner in crime in the business, Braden May. How are we doing, Braden? Better than you, that's for sure. Yes, we're recording this just after Game 6 of the Toronto Raptors-Boston Celtics series, where my Boston Celtics have lost in double overtime, so I'm pretty miserable this morning. And I'm pretty happy while Miami Heat's waiting for the winner in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're definitely in a better position than I am. We'll get straight into the show if we can today, and the first bit of talking... Point for the week is the Echuca Football Club, Brayden. Yeah, well, Andrew Walker and Simon Maddox have been re-signed as senior coaches for 2021. No surprise, really, I think, AJ, considering we didn't get a season. And these two have really put Echuca in a position to be the number one challenger to Kai. We saw them last year, the 2019 season, get agonisingly close to really toppling Kai. And the last quarter, you and I were both at the ground Kai were obviously the better side, but Achuka at some points during the day started to look like they might get back in the game and get in top. Yeah, I think the key thing was good sides always find a way. Kai were far too classy, and I think a year off, and I've seen a lot of Achuka boys in the gym, and another year of development for the physical side of the game will really put them in a good position. And I think Andrew Walker, has he's, got, he's really excited about what he might bring to the table next year. He absolutely is, and we were lucky enough to speak to Andrew during the week about his future in the game. Yeah, super excited. Um, AJ, it's um, one of those things that's uh, just been such a tough year for everyone, and um, for myself, I'm 34. I think I'm 34. I could be 35. But, um, you know, I've uh, I've sort of basically had 12 months of footy, and uh, I knew I'd miss it once I stopped, and I think those are things you think about when you're about to go into retirement. But, um, you know, since it's... uh, Sort of been unprecedented, and we've ended up having 12 months off. I just realised how much I love the game, so and love the football club. So really looking forward to going around again. How's the body feeling now with that extreme layoff from football? Oh, I'm feeling a million bucks, mate. I uh, I've been able to do exercise I've never done before um, in I guess the last 20 odd years, and I'm always usually really sore from football, from you know from all the way back in juniors, all the way through AFL, then Achuka, you don't really get much of a rest. But um, over the last, I guess, six months, I've been able to do things on the weekends that I haven't done in the past and um, really sort of enjoyed just going back to that sort of fitness to make sure my body's well-maintained. How are you seeing things at the Achuka Football Club? Obviously, you got desperately close in 2019. The reserves got desperately close, and then the 18s won their second premiership in a row, didn't lose a game. Things were looking really good going into this year. How do you think things are going to hang over to 2021? Look, I'm really excited about it. And um, I guess for our list, and we've done some great things in our list retention. Um, we've been on the phone um, literally the last, actually the whole way through this period. We've, we do constant wellbeing check-ins with the boys. But um, just recently, we've been doing all our list management and our contracts for, for next year. And I uh, can, you know, I'm pleased to sort of tell the Echuca Bomber supporters out there, we've done Basically, 95% of our list has been retained from, from last year and we're super excited about it. So, yeah, we're, we're a list that's young. Um, if you look at our average age, I guess, against Kai Abram, if you think of the grand final there, I guess an, what you'd probably call a, um, a more experienced with bigger-bodied side, whereas we're probably the younger brigade coming through with some older heads in, in that team um, for us. But our boys will, I guess, really benefit from a year of 
being able to strengthen their bodies, um, get themselves fit and firing for the 2021 season. So very excited. Having all those kids that you've kept from the under-18s program, how much does that impact the Echuca Football Club in the long term, being able to have such a good group of locals who will hopefully be part of this next group of premiership sides for the Echuca Footy Club? Oh, the way I look at it, mate, it's, um, it's the absolute key to our success. And um, I'd like to say, <laughs> I'm the older older head, I guess, on the... Oh, that's why I'll put it on the older head and there are the, all, all the other limbs underneath me there just... Um, literally the crew that keep us together. And we're very fortunate that over the last um, two years in particular, we are really successful with two grand final wins our under-18s. And this year was shaping up to be the same. And, um, you know, we've got such a great crop of young kids that we're super excited to unleash into the senior world and um, a, a bunch of kids that are very, very coachable and very approachable. And, um, you know, very exciting times for Bomber fans. And a couple of other bits of coaching news in our local region as well, Braden. We've had Cam Van Florenstein has been reappointed for Leachville Gumbauer's senior football side and Ash Bradley will also finally get a chance as coach of the Leachville Gumbauer A-grade netball team. I think it was a no-brainer, similar to all the clubs that have re-announced their coaches, considering that both of these people are first-time coaches and Leachville Gumbauer are very excited about what they're going to bring to the club. Ash Bradley, obviously a former GV netballer with the Shep Bears, so she's got a lot of talent and they're really excited, especially what she's brought to the junior program. And just in some other news that's filtered through across our desk the past couple of days, Little Athletics for Victoria New South Wales centres, these border communities who have been impacted by the border closure that is beginning to ease, but... Here in Miami and Echuca, they won't be able to go ahead until the border is open to allow travel between sport, which are a real blow for these kids, AJ. It's so disappointing. We've already seen they've missed out on football and netball and soccer and everything else. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we've been able to have some football and a little bit of netball take place in Moama for the New South Wales kids. But everyone's been missing out. Um, this isn't something that was limited to adults. This has been something that the juniors really had to suffer through as well. And it's arguably a lot harder on the juniors when sport is such an important thing to them. It's it's very unfortunate, Braden. I guess on the bright side, regional Victoria, no new COVID-19 cases today, which is really good. James McTavish, the border commissioner, told you the other day that they're hoping to ease restrictions as the case numbers do drop. And we can only hope this is sooner than rather than later because this has been a really tough year for everyone involved. Rolling average across Victoria, 4.5 cases a day. And as we know, Dan Andrews, the Premier of the state, saying five is the magic number, then we could start to open up. So really good signs. We're going to move on to someone you've been following very closely for the last couple of years, Braden, which is Josh Tracy from the Kahuna Football Club, now from the Echuca Football Club. How's that for a recruit? Well, he's one man that will be hoping the numbers drop in regional Victoria because he's been invited to the draft combine along with a whole host of Murray Bush Rangers, I believe, that Tyler will touch on when we go around the grounds. Josh obviously filled in a couple of games with Echuca when they did play that one official game in a practice match against Yarrawonga. And he played a lot more down back this year, which was a real shock to the system for him. But he said it was key to actually helping his chances of getting drafted. You do see at AFL level the better forwards end up starting their career down back because they learn the leading pattern from these star forwards. And it does really help. And we wish Josh all the best in his endeavours. How important has it been for Josh, in your opinion at least, to be able to have something outside of football? Because you've spoken to him recently about his studies and how he's going through his year 12 years. Well, how's that been for him? I can tell you now, football is number one. He's so keen to hopefully get an AFL list. And 
just speaking to him, I think if a club does elect to pick him up, they're going to get a very mature, young-driven man. Damien Truslov, the Bendigo Pioneers coach, said he can't believe how hard this kid works as a teenager. And he's just an unbelievable talent. And you just, I think recruiters to pull a diamond in the rough out this year, it's very, very likely considering what we've been through. He's not the only person from the region who is hopefully going in the AFL draft. And as you alluded to earlier, we're going to try something a little bit new with Sports Bite this weekend. We've spoken to a couple of our journalists across the group. And this week, we are going around the grounds. Sports Bite around the grounds. Joining us on the line to talk about Shepparton and Cobram is MMG Sports Group editor Tyler Maher, the regular host of this show, in fact. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm uh, doing quite well. Uh, I'm not happy that you've uh, you've ripped off my uh, podcast gear and and flogged it, but uh, I'm I'm surviving. Uh, I'm doing okay. I think surviving is the best we can do with any situation at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is. Let's talk a bit of Shepherd and Sport, if you don't mind, mate. Josh White's been up to some interesting stuff of late. Yeah, he certainly has. He's um, uh, obviously Shepherd and Gators um, coach, and and a lot of people who are involved with basketball in the region will. Well, no, Josh, but uh, he's also been involved with um, Basketball Victoria for quite a long time now uh, in uh, assistant coaching roles and team manager roles, but he's stepping up to a head coaching role, uh, which is great to see uh, for Basketball Victoria country. We've seen a lot of stuff on the AFL front out of Shepherd in the last couple of weeks, a few debutants, but there's some AFLW news as well, particularly out of the Geelong Footy Club for Shepparton. Yeah, while um, Port Adelaide has probably been the, uh, the AFL home of, uh, of the most Golden Valley products uh, in recent years. In AFLW ranks, it certainly is the cat. Uh, we've got Millie Brown, who signed a two-year extension. Uh, that was announced a couple of weeks ago. And now Becky Webster from Benalla and uh, Julia Crockett-Grills, who hails from Kyabram, have both also signed two-year extensions, which is great to see. So the trio will continue to help Geelong uh, move on and um, try and make the finals. They uh, certainly impressed at times last year and Obviously, the season was uh, cut short a bit towards the end, but uh, they'll be really looking forward to a, a full pre-season and, and having a real crack next season. It's been tough times for the young kids coming through the footballing system, but nonetheless, a local is going to have his crack at the draft combine, I'm told. Xavier Ma, uh, no relation, of course. Uh, I was going to uh, ask that if he was a relation of yours. <laughs> has been invited to the draft combine. Uh, he's uh, a really, uh, really promising product. Uh, some early uh, thoughts around some uh, some draft uh, predictions have, have had him among the top 20, which is uh, great to see at this early stage. But uh, he's a really, really strong inside mid. Um, uh, he's really going to showcase his, his talent um, as sort of the mould of a, a modern midfielder. He's you know about 185 centimetres, solid build, and he's got some real uh, top-end speed, as uh, Coach Mark Brown said during the week. So it'll be great to see him. Uh, you know, really have a crack, and oh, I reckon he can push up into that uh, that top fifteen uh, if he has a really good combine. Switching gears, and we'll go over to Cobram. John Brunskill re-signing as Cobram coach for next year. Certainly, he's uh, jumping on board again. Obviously, this year a lot of uh, coaches, especially new coaches that had signed on at the end of 2019, still haven't had a, a chance to actually lead their side or um, put a side together. So, uh, a lot of them we've seen across the region have been re-signing and, and looking forward to going ahead again in 2021 and, and Brunswick is one there up at the Tigers so uh, it'll be good to see him uh, you know, get, a, get a chance next year. And on a sport that we hopefully might be able to see in coming months, there's some cricket news out of Baruga. 
Yeah, Matty Jench, uh, as uh, we pronounce it, uh, he is stepping up as Baruga Cricket Club captain. Uh, Sam Lee is unable to play this summer due to uh, work commitments, so he'll be stepping back. Uh, Matty Jench will be stepping up. He won the uh, uh, the batting and bowling for Baruga last summer, uh, as well as really starred for the Cobram Panelworks Panthers in the uh, Golden Valley Bush Bash League. So. Everyone's uh, very familiar with his work and uh, I'm sure he'll uh, lead from the front uh, on the field uh, and off it. That was Tyler Maher from the Shepherd and News. Next up on the line, we have Meg Soltry from the Benella Ensign talking to us about everything happening in Benella and Seymour. And Meg, we're going to start off with a bit of Benella Bush Rangers cricket news. Yeah, well, as you know, um, a lot of clubs are kind of just waiting and seeing what's um, happening with um, COVID-19 to know if they can go ahead this year. But um, our, our cricket team is... Um, busy kind of behind the scenes preparing. Um, they play in the Wangaratta District Cricket Association. Um, so, yeah, like they've, they've reappointed all of their um, kind of behind the scenes staff, their president, um, kind of the same guys are coming, um, guys and girls kind of coming back on board. Um, but they are looking for a coach. Um, they didn't have an official one last year. Um, it was more just kind of who was around. But, um, yeah, they're, They've put the feelers out to kind of get um, an official coach on board for mostly their kind of A grade um, A A reserves teams to kind of push back up the ladder this year. So, absolutely, and obviously basketball, one of our big sports that we have over in Benalla. Tell us what's going on on the basketball front. Yeah, so basketball, um, they've definitely been um, probably the club I've noticed the most who are really pushing to kind of get back um, onto the courts that they were able to in that little brief period um, where restrictions did ease and they got some junior programs back up again but um this time they're you know, waiting to see if they can get um i know there's a potential cbl um junior season floated and, and they're definitely keen for that so they've named all their rep teams um from under 12 to under 18 um and the that they were really excited about was actually getting all the teams across um the age group that they hadn't done um in years previous so that was really exciting and then i've kind of kicked up um using some social media and such to um, kind of bridge that gap between when, when they can get back on the court. They've um, posted up a page and are posting up drills um, daily to kind of get all the kids um, just going out, um, in, even in their backyard, just to, to practice some drills so they can um, then come back and kind of run with that when they get back um, into their team. Meg, switching our focus to Seymour, David Mundy, yep. the man just doesn't seem to age, does he? He's having one of his best seasons in a long time. Now, uh, zooming in on the age of 35, and he's playing some fantastic football. Yeah, so he, obviously he's probably our biggest name out of um, out of Seymour. And yeah, I think it's his 17th season. And um, yeah, just him looking at him each week and seeing like, you know, how does he keep going? It's just um, incredible to see. I know he's a pretty young team in, over in Fremantle, and he's definitely been kind of, I guess leading that, um, I guess their resurrection up the up the ladder, and yeah, he, there's a few quiet games, but then a few ones have just kind of come out, and particularly last week, you know, contested work has just been fantastic. So um, I know that there's talk that um, definitely could be an 18th season coming up next year. Um, contract talk happening at the moment, so it's really exciting. A young Tom, young gun Tom Cole's obviously starting to make his impact in the AFL as well. Yeah, so um, this is a you know that. that Kind of got that link with the female lines as well. I know, um, you know, he's Jason's um, cousin, so definitely one that we've been watching. And um, this was a story that came out um, in the past week was, was I think, uh, in his, took him 52 games to uh, kick his first goal at AFL level 
Um, and then he backed it up the next game to his second. So um, that's really exciting for him as a, a defender to kind of switch it up and um, go down forward and, and snag a few. So. We couldn't talk Seymour without talking a little bit of horse racing. A couple of local trainers having some wins of late as well. Yeah, so um, definitely a sport that's been able to kind of keep going through um, the COVID restrictions. And he had one uh, big one last week. So we had the Finale races um, up here for our first meet. And um, we had Stephen Brown, who, who got a win uh, in that one, particularly um, a bit of a family affair on with that with his um, nephew, jo- uh the jockey for the horse. So, um, you know, able to get, get a win with that one. And then uh, just on Monday, we had Barry Goodwin as well, who um, took a win up in Wangaratta. A lot of coaching news there, Braden. And you are our journalist for the Campus for News over in Rochester, and you've got more coaching news. Yeah, well, Stephen Strubantz, as Tyler touched on, a lot of coaches are obviously getting re-signed. Strubantz is going to take charge of the Tigers in 2021 at Moon Oval. I, I say watch out. Rochester are a dark horse because Stephen Strubantz, goal kickers do not grow on trees at local football and they are worth their weight in gold. Speaking of football over that direction, Lockington for Mormon United, who were one of the premiership favourites this year, not particularly happy with the Heath District League, are they, Brayden? They're one of a couple of clubs that aren't too happy with the decision to go to under-18s. That means there is an under-14s and straight into under-18 football. And they're not too happy because they worry that it won't just be for next year. They worry it will be the case going forward and then they'll just lose players and won't be able... Obviously, with the point system, juniors being worth one point, they're very key to a club's sustainability and they're worried that it just won't happen. Gus Underwood is obviously our regular journalist over in Kyabra and he couldn't make it in for... This. So you're going to cover a bit of Kyabra and stuff, and it starts with some sad news out of the Lancaster Football Club. Yeah, the Wombats are in mourning at the moment. Jack Warren died at the grand old age of 96. He has a local farmer, very rich history across the region, and Gus wrote a nice little tribute in his snaps column this week. So our thoughts go out to the Warren family. Now to a bit of hardest news, which we know that Gus loves, considering he always puts it in the Shep news on a Friday, that my mate Cole was a good friend to punters, which is fair enough when it's paying $1.30. It's almost reaching Winx-type odds in the harness racing field. That's all we've got time for this week in Sports Bite. Braden, what's your weekend look like from a sporting perspective? Probably just sit on the couch and watch some of the NBA and the footy and go Bombers. What have the Bombers got this week? Port and I fear for my life. That's not ideal. My Hawks coming up against the Western Bulldogs. Probably not going to win that, but that's life. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. That was Shepparton Sports Bite, brought to you by McPherson Media Group.